Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Static Shock Podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 110, Shock to the System and Aftershock. Hi, pals. What an exciting time. First of all, Maggie's in my home. Hi, I'm in Al's home. Yeah, you sure are. Uh, also, I am Al. And I'm Maggie. Yeah. Uh, from and the show. Yeah, from, from this show, which has now changed its name once again mm-hmm. from Kids Love, what was the last thing? Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond. Kids Love Batman Beyond. It wasn't that long ago. That's true. It was last week. But also, I'm very tired. Yes. Uh, and and there has been a shock to my system. Uh, there sure has. It has happened multiple times. Yes, sure has. Uh, we are now doing Static Shock, mm-hmm. which we just discovered. Like, we did a little... We looked it up on Wikipedia is uh-huh. what we did. Uh, we, we did the rudimentary research. We did some real uh, in-depth digging. to To discover, first of all... I have been saying all along, oh yeah, this show created and show run by Dwayne McDuffie, the the comics creator. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm wrong about that. Not, not so. Yeah, so I'm glad I spotted that grievous error, mm. general grievous error. I really hope someone got fired for that blunder. Yes. Between well, the two of us. I hope not. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, and also discovered the show technically is not part of the DC Animated Universe yet. Yeah, it like at the time apparently they were still deciding whether they wanted to tie it in or not, which is interesting. Yeah, I mean, we know- like, because we see Static show up in a Justice League episode we've both seen. Like, you and I know this. Uh-huh. But also, other characters will cross over into this. Yeah. So, it will happen. I, I did not know that, like, this was a part of the uh, DCU for a long time after it came out, you know? I mean, I did because of the Justice League episode. Sure. That's it. That's the only way. Like, that's how I found out, I think. And it's like, oh, that guy, I guess. And he says, because he, uh, John Stewart goes, Static! And I'm like, mm-hmm. who's Static? Like, oh, okay. Aesthetic. He's from that other show. You know, Static Q Shock. I will say, well, we'll get to this, but the production values, maybe not as high as uh, It's not a great looking show. But uh, it is also- all of the great shows that we watched. It is also, we need to be careful about this. You're, you're two hosts here. We are both extremely white. So white. This is a show that has uh, a lot of um, people of color mm. writing for it. It has, like, most of the characters are people of color. Yeah. It is, like, it puts that, it, it wears that, like, right on its mm-hmm. sleeve. It is very strong, and, and it comes out hard with that, and I love that. Yeah. I love that it is so about, this is a black kid mm-hmm. dealing with black kid problems and his black friends yep. and all of the pressures that are unique to him, and that's great. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say right now, before we start all this, we're white. We're trying our best. We are the whitest kids you know. I will say, if you're listening and you think we have handled something insensitively, please do not be afraid to tell us. Mm -hmm. I know I say don't correct us, and I I stand by that. I don't want a nerd correction of how powers work. Well, actually, a CD doesn't work that way. You looked at my bad thing. (laughs) (laughs) but um, so sorry. uh, but uh, if seriously, this is something we take very seriously. We don't like to, you know, we we don't want to speak. We don't want to. We don't want to tell you incorrect facts. Yeah. And we don't want to say something inadvertently racist. Mm-hmm. Like we want to get this right. Yeah. And we're trying our best. But again, yeah. If if you guys want to try to keep us honest, that would be great. Um, there are a lot of things about this show that we have already found maybe don't live up to the other shows so far and it feels a little weird to mm-hmm. just say oh well well this one show isn't as good as the other like i'm trying to judge yeah. it on its own merits and not compare it like you know mm-hmm. that's that seems fair yeah so with all that in mind uh-huh. that's that's the heavy shit yeah let's let's now get into because it is kind of a fun show it least. was fun yeah yeah and, and we'll i think that, i think yeah. the tone of it will continue to be fun yeah uh, so let, let's get into it. I'll let's just I'll do mine and then you'll do yours and we'll discuss sort of both episodes. Yeah, Could it's it ends sort up being... of a two-parter, kind of. Oh, I think I would think it is. Yeah, I think it feels like one to me. All right, so let's let's do it that way. So let, I'll, we'll start off with shock to the system. Some masked thugs in a warehouse have just done a crime, as masked thugs in a warehouse tend to do. This looks like a job for the Zeta Project. Wait, no, that's the next show we're covering. Right, I remember where we are now. This looks like a job for Static Shock. Wait. Hang on, his name is just Static. 
This is definitely the only time I or anyone else appearing on the show will make that mistake. Mm-hmm. Static, in case you couldn't guess from his name, the lightning bolt on his chest, the bursts of charged particles emanating from his hands, and the fact that he's flying around on a magnetized trash can lid, has electricity powers. In fairness, there is another guy with a lightning bolt on his chest whose powers are runs fast, so your confusion can be forgiven. This time. Our hero makes quick work of the indistinct thugs, then he hits us with an, I suppose you're wondering how I got here. You know, from that meme. Mm-hmm. Static, you see, was once Virgil Hawkins, an unassuming 14-year-old who just wants to hang out with his dorky friend Richie, ask the pretty girl to the dance, and get bullied by a guy I can only describe as Biff Tannen playing Mr. Heat Miser. Okay, Virgil doesn't actually want to be bullied, like, at all. Who does? Weird perverts, I guess. But most people? Not into it. The bully in question calls himself F-Stop, which I guess is clever if you're into terminology that describes camera apertures. Also, his pants are extremely ill-fitting. These seem like things that would make him the target of bullying, if you ask me, but... Oh, I just realized that bullies are really just insecure! So many things make sense to me now. Anyway, Virgil is in clear need of protection, and fortunately for him, his friend Wade is in an actual gang, and happens to mention that Virgil should consider joining said gang. And just in case you were thinking this is one of those non-specific concepts they throw into a show, a kid's show to scare kids, you know, like the bag of drugs, <laughs> we discover in quick succession, uh, succession that Virgil's mother was murdered by a gang, and that being in this particular gang involves carrying an actual gun, which someone hands to Virgil when he arrives. This is the show they made for preteens. Then the gang fights another gang, but fortunately a bunch of toxic waste drums are here for some reason. (laughs) And everyone gets superpowers, including Virgil. And you'll never guess what powers he got. Wait, yes you will. I told you at the beginning of my summary. Virgil fights his very first nemesis, a blanket, (laughs) and is nearly defeated, but manages to heroically rally and win the day. Still, I wouldn't be surprised if the deadly blanket gets a follow-up episode sometime down the line. The show got four seasons after all. Then Richie comes over, there's a cute costume trying on montage, which ends with Virgil picking out the costume we've already seen him in, and the name Static. Just Static. That's his superhero name. You hear me, Maggie? Stop yelling at me. (laughs) I'm yelling in this direction, because that's where my uh, monitor is. And okay, I guess that brings us back to the beginning now. He also tries out his new catchphrase. I put a shock to your system, which I'm already extremely sick of, even though I've only seen two episodes of this show. Oh, and F-Stop has fire powers now, but I suppose we'll learn more about that in our next thrilling installment. We absolutely shall. About which Maggie will tell you forthwith. As soon as Al scrolls down a little bit. Scroll up some cinemas. Okay, so Aftershock, which is called that because it's Aftershock to the system. There's some clever titles Mm -hmm. in this one. That one's pretty good. All right. So Virgil and Richie are visiting an electronics store so that Virgil can use his powers to listen to CDs for free when some dude on the news announces that mutagen gas leaked from the other night. Apparently a bunch of gang members have been arrested and they all and they do not at all have the cool power of turning the lights on and off. Or having light switch raves. <laughs> like, for an example, one guy is melting, another guy turned into scabs, and a third guy is also melting. So Verge did pretty okay on this one, honestly. The news also calls the explosion the Big Bang, which is fine. And anyone affected by the explosion is called a Bang Baby, which is not fine at all and is, in fact, quite possibly the worst thing I have ever heard in my life. Virgil and Richie are discussing what being a meta is and if it's safe or whatever when some dude turns into a werewolf. He's a Bang Baby, says Richie, (laughs) using the worst thing I've ever heard twice in under a minute. And anyway, Richie, you don't know that. He could just be your average run-of-the-mill werewolf. <laughs> Everyone flees, and Virgil runs into Francis, a.k.a. F-Stop Fitzgerald, <laughs> a.k.a. Hot Streak, a.k.a. Hot Guy, a.k.a. Scorch, a.k.a. Fireman. Francis uses his fire powers to scare the werewolf away, and then also sets Richie's only shirt on fire, revealing his blinding silvery chest to God and everyone. Virgil fucks off and comes back as Static, and everyone fights for a while. Francis is about to kill Static, and then an actual angry fireman shows up and sprays Francis with a hose. So good work on that one, firefighter. Way to show the wind fighters how to do it. <laughs> back at home, Virgil's dad talks about how much he hates the Bang Babies. Me too. And Static in particular. So Virgil decides to make sure that he isn't going to turn into whatever the electric version of Man Bat is. I assume the computer gremlin from that one episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark. Virgil's dad goes to a town meeting and tells the mayor how much he hates Bang Babies again. And then the mayor has shady dealings with some billionaire guy who probably wants to make mutant weapons or something. This whole thing has a real Toxic Crusaders vibe to it, honestly. Static heads to the billionaire's office or whatever and is briefly trapped in some kind of tube, but eventually Static's hard enough to escape with information on the billionaire guy, who keeps coming up, so I guess I should probably find out what his name is. Uh, it's Alva. Edwin Alva, which reminded Al that it, which, which Al reminds me is an Edison thing. Mm-hmm. Yet another crime professional elephant murderer Thomas Edison is responsible for. <laughs> 
Meanwhile, Hot Step escapes prison by leaving it and then goes on a rampage, lighting hot dogs on fire and throwing them at people. That's his plan. That's his whole plan. Hmm? The day is saved when Static dumps a pipe full of shit on his head, and then later the doctor tells, calls Virgil to tell him that Duke's going to be okay. Hey, everyone, Duke came out of his coma. <laughs> oh, man. I honestly, for the life of me, could not remember what the Hellfire guy's name was. No. Well, I remembered F-Stop because mm-hmm. I am married to a photographer, mm-hmm. so I know that as the terminology that it is. It's like, is it, it F-Stop, Hot Stepper? Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I think it's Hot Stepper. Yeah, it's That's the Hot probably, Stepper. Hot Plate, probably his name. He's the Hot Stepper. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, huh? I, I mean, How'd it go? <laughs> I, well, you know, I didn't. Okay, we'll just get this out of our systems now, because this, yeah. this is the bad thing right up front. It's just like when, uh, well, actually, I can't remember when we did it on this show. It's when we started covering Star Trek Enterprise on the other show, uh-huh. and I said, okay, the theme song sucks. Let's just Yeah, let's it. just get that out of the way right away. This is, okay, the animation style, like, they clearly gave this show half the budget mm-hmm. that the others had, it, and it, it shows. It, it looks real. It looks like a Canadian uh, children's horror show, Freaky Stories, which you probably don't remember at all. No, and it's weird because between all of the time that I spend talking to you about obscure pop culture mm-hmm. and being married to Amanda and knowing several of your other friends, mm-hmm. I feel like I know most Canadian stuff by this point. I would point, say at this point, yeah. But I don't know that one. Stick around for our Rin Tin Tin uh, show. Wait, no. Littlest no. Hobo. Yeah, the Littlest Hobo, please. I know about the li- We did a whole episode of Sarcastic Voyage where you just described Littlest Hobo plots oh, to me. Oh, God, that's right. And it was very, very funny. There's a dog that goes from town to town solving mysteries. And his, as I recall, his uh, greatest nemesis is a door. Yep. If they if they closed the door, he couldn't work a doorknob. He could do many smart dog things, but mm-hmm. not open a door. Yep. Uh, yeah, the, the animation style is just it's It's bad. It there's looks a, real there's bad. There's a background, and I know this isn't... I know backgrounds are different than animation, mm-hmm. but the backgrounds are not great either. Um... That seriously, no kidding, reminded me of a Ziggy comic. <laughs> it was that sort of minimalist style you get in in comic strips. That oh are not yeah, it's just sort very... of cloud in the background or I whatever. I no, like this is not a diss on Ziggy. Mm-hmm. Although you should diss Ziggy, feel free. I look, I, this is not a Ziggy diss track, okay? <laughs> I, Although nothing but love for di- for Ziggy, man. Well, that's your your opinion. I hate Ziggy and everything he stands I, for. I, I, to be fair, I have not encountered a Ziggy comic in the wild since I was seven. Ziggy, if you're listening to this, and I know you are, I'm coming for you. Well, he is a loser. It's <laughs> the one thing I know about Ziggy. Eh. Also, he has no shoes. When this is completely a just a tangent, but uh, when I was a kid, there was a restaurant we went to regularly that had uh, the the men's room wallpapered with Ziggy comic strips. It was wallpaper made with sure. that. They didn't just put newspaper strips. Sure. Out. Well, it was the eighties. You could have that. Yeah, I might have been the late seventies. I was mm. very little, but I remember reading them while I peed sure. and thinking, getting a sensible chuckle magazine. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the the, the 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 backgrounds weren't good the animation was not good there was a lot of like you we've talked about this before i think on the show mm-hmm. that you have some like you're not full on epileptic but you're definitely sort of sensitive to flashing lights i have definitely had issues where like lights will be like yeah. and uh, it'll give me a headache like the infamous episode of pokemon do you did you see that one i don't know that one was censored here ah, cuz well, it gave uh, smart. all those people seizures yes Probably shouldn't put out mm-hmm. something. I believe can... it wasn't just. I think it was banned. Actually, it, it may have been. I just remember the like. I know. I remember hearing about it, and mm-hmm. I know you were a kid at the time. Yeah. So I thought maybe you've seen it, but uh... I did watch a lot of Pokemon, but not that mm-hmm. one. Okay. Um. But yeah, the the, the animation of uh, a lot of static, the way he uses his powers, mm-hmm. is very flickering lights. Yeah. There's a real rough one at the end of one of the episodes where it's just like it's going crazy, and I'm like, oh boy. I think, but I think you're going to be in for a lot of that, unfortunately. Yeah. And I think the best you can do is when it looks like it's starting, just avert your eyes. Uh-huh. I don't know what else to tell you. You're going to be wearing a lot of sunglasses watching this show. Mm-hmm. This show's so bright, i got to wear shades. <laughs> I will say, mm-hmm. the animation was not good, the backgrounds were mostly not good, the character designs weren't bad, and this kind of ties into your good thing. I uh, I like Static's actual design. Like yeah. I really like the like his entire look. Like, it it's a good look. It's... Like I like the jacket. I like the the shirt. It has like uh, like it doesn't feel dated. I don't think. Well, I I what I said to you was it reminded me of uh, and we we sort of know this guy a little bit, mm. but he's he's a big comics guy now. Uh, Ramon Villalobos, yes, who does a lot of uh, redesigns, mm. like reimagining of classic uh, comics characters, yeah. so they're not in 
like strong man spandex from the 20s. Yeah. Like I he's have like, a... He's like, pe- these people live now. Yeah. They would probably wear treaded shoes like people wear to yeah. run fast. I've got so like a, I've got a print of his that's of Daredevil and he's wearing like, uh, like shorts mm-hmm. and like a pair of sneakers and stuff. Yeah. And his, like, he does a great job of thinking of what would be practical for mm-hmm. what the hero does, but also more modern looking. Yeah. Like it, form and function. Yeah. And it's absolutely. very good. And Static has that same kind of vibe, mm-hmm. which is... This is what a kid who became a superhero in 2000 would look like yeah. rather than putting on a, a skin tight bodysuit. Yeah. And like modern design is hard, you know, for superhero yeah. stuff. Like it's st- like it's still they're putting stuff out that I don't like. I think probably it would be easier for a character like Static, mm. who was relatively new. The comic he was based on was only a few years old. Sure. And I think they, I don't, I haven't read the comic. Not me neither. But, um, I feel like they, uh, like he was pretty close to the way he looked in the comics mm-hmm. versus having to reimagine Superman or Batman or whoever. Because yeah. you got purists out there. But people coming into Static for the first time is like, I don't know what he looks yeah. like. Sure, he looks like that. Yeah, Fine. It's a good look. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. His his costume's great. Mm-hmm. The the trying on hats montage I thought was kind of cute. Yep. I enjoyed that. They did give him a cape. They did give him the spandex. They also took a swipe at Black Vulcan. Mm-hmm. Put him in a Black Vulcan funny. costume. Well, that was very funny. So. I alluded to this before. I thought Dwayne McDuffie was all over this. And yeah. He, he did co-create the character. He and the artist uh, Dennis Cowan. I believe that's right, yeah. Created the, this character. And, and a few other artists are credited mm-hmm. as well, because you know how comics work. If, yeah. If several artists drew it for a while, they're, they're co-creators. And that's also, like a lot of the times, uh, people didn't keep a uh, great track of that stuff that's at the true. time. But this was the 90s, and they created their own mm-hmm. imprint. Was it a... Was it was it a whole... milestone for uh, yeah, but what I'm uh, saying is DC. So oh, so it was for DC the whole. It time. was for DC as far as what I, I was. Know. What I was getting at was was it like Wildstorm where it started as his own thing and DC bought it, or was it always part of DC? Is oh, what God, I'm asking. You know what? I don't know. I okay. don't actually know. I just know it's milestone. I th- yeah. I think it was published through DC. I have to okay. check. But you know, there's some things that started as independent companies that mm-hmm. were then bought. Oh yeah, and later became part yeah. of. But at the time, they weren't. Yeah, and I, I don't like know if Wildstorm just off the top. Yeah, of my head. exactly. That's the one. I well, because I just said it see myself out <laughs> please don't um but uh regardless it had only just been created a few years prior to that after the big image boom yeah and i feel like those guys all knew the creator's rights thing mm-hmm. they all knew like okay we are going to credit properly yeah we're not going to fuck this up yeah so in this case they get so so when you see static created by there's like four names because four people These contributed to, yeah but what i thought Dwayne mcduffie who is the main writer behind all that was like the showrunner of this show. He did write, I think it ends up being like six or eight episodes, mm-hmm. not that many. Yeah. Uh, he ends up being a huge part of Justice League, though. Yeah. Um, and he's all over this. But uh, the point is, I bring him up because he had this extremely funny, and we've referenced this before. Oh, absolutely. The thing about black superheroes. The four teenage uh, superheroes who are all black and all have skateboards. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like the Black Vulcan thing was a, was a nod to that yeah. kind of like, oh, black dude. Lightning powers. I know what you're all thinking. Mm-hmm. No. And it was it was cute. Yeah. Without being too, like, it was a little too wink wink, but that's eh, okay. Yeah. You can, this show was targeted to preteens. Yeah. So. None of them will know who Black Falcon is. And there's some pretty sophisticated jokes. Like, yes, it's a lot more kiddie than any of the other shows we've done. Let's mm-hmm. be clear. It is not, like, highbrow. No. But there are some references and some, like, first of all, there's current pop culture references, which are always hard to do in a cartoon. Yeah. They talk about Britney. They, they talk about those usually age uh, instantly. And look, everything else about this show screams it was made in two thousand. Mm-hmm. So of course the kids will be talking about Britney. That doesn't date it. It, yeah. it actually feels kind of like nice in a way because like, yeah. they're, they're kids in high school talking about a pop star who's huge right mm-hmm. now. That makes sense. But like they uh, at the end uh, of the second episode, he talks about a Pyrrhic victory, like. To his friend. Yeah. There's a 14-year-old hanging out in his bedroom talking about a Pyrrhic victory, which, mm-hmm. first of all, I had to look up how to spell that because I've read it and yep. I've heard it out loud, but I didn't put together they were the same thing. It's it's a it's a cool thing for you to say in a kid show. And yeah. there's a few things like that, including the gang thing. Uh, yeah. Which we should definitely talk about. Mm-hmm. They're, like I said this in my summary, they hand him a gun. They do, a real actual gun, which... Like, yeah, as someone who was watching cartoons around that around that time, like when I was a kid, like, no, that's a big those need to be lasers. They need like they have to be lasers. And to be clear, they don't fire it. Yeah. But they hand it to him. And little hero that he is, Mm -hmm. he says, fuck that. And chucks it in the lake. Good for him. Absolutely not. 
This is before he's a superhero, yep. which I'm always a sucker for. Even when they're not a hero, even when they don't have powers, they're yep. still heroic. Yep. I love that shit, and he was on top of it. Yep. Um, and I'm always here for fuck guns. Yeah, exactly. But not in the way other people want to fuck guns. No. It's a different fuck guns. No, I will absolutely throw your gun in a lake, though, if I can get away with it. Yeah, sure. Why not? There's a lake full of guns. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, then when the fish gets at it, I will throw it back onto the land. <laughs> I think you're good. I think fish have a few million years before they can operate a gun. You say that now, but... Uh... Well, I'm I'm not as put off by nature as you are either. That's true. Mm-hmm. But it's, again, I'm always a little, I'm going to be a little hesitant talking about racial issues yeah. bec- coming from where I am, but it's because important. Because we are blindingly white people. Yeah, we sure are. But I know this is an issue that affects uh, black youth mm-hmm. significantly more than it affects anyone else. This is something... That should be talked about. And it's, yeah, this show's a little corny and it's a little cheap. Sure. But they straight up said this, this kid's being pressured to join a gang mm-hmm. and they didn't fuck around. The gang acted like a motherfucking gang. Yeah, absolutely. And now they've all got dumb superpowers and now he can just fight a guy with who's melting and another guy who's melting, like you said. Yep, two, melti- two, two melting guys and a scab guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, and 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 uh, flame, flame, flame pant. Yep. Is that his name? Flame hot pant. Stepper. Yeah. Hot, it's hot stepper. Yeah. No, I I was liking your gag of never using the same name twice. <laughs> Fire Bert. <laughs> Fire Bert. Nailed it. Not a very but, good commando name. But they did say their dead mother mm-hmm. was murdered by a gang. Like they're not shying I, away from it's it. Definitely in there. It also uh, it has uh, Virgil's friend going. Well, your mom was killed by gangs. So as you know, yeah. I don't know if you've heard about this or not. I think it might have come up. I'm not sure. Was it your mom? You would know this. Someone's mom. Uh-huh. I feel like if anyone would know, you would probably, I don't right? have a lot of friends. Uh-huh. Well, that's true. <laughs> Richie, his white friend, sure says yo, yo, yo a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I definitely knew guys like that in high school, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me too. It's not great. It's but not. To talk about the other uh, racial components of it, though, like, mm-hmm. like, I know this from reading some things, like, again, out of my depth. I'm going to stop saying that. I just want to be very clear that uh, black audiences, particularly children watching TV shows for the first time or movies or or comics or whatever, Mm. getting into fandom, don't see enough true representation. Occasionally, you'll get a token black character, but you don't get, like, what I'm getting at is the hair. Mm -hmm. His hair. Yep looks like a black kid's hair from 2000 mm. and they don't like they don't make him smooth it down they don't he doesn't just have like just just flat yeah black hair and that's it yeah. it's like it's it's spiky it's mm-hmm. cool it, he looks cool and all the different uh, kids like there's a ton of black characters in yep. there and they're all drawn like yeah the art style's not as good as we've come to no, expect but they the, the, they're all, the characters are unique yeah you know, and they like... put they put the work into showing kids hey look mm-hmm. here's someone who might look like you instead of just yeah. a generic background model and i was i was appreciative. and on the other hand when the gang got together it sure did look like fat albert's junkyard band yeah and look i i i didn't draw it no but there's a guy with a stocking cap, and there's another sort of tall, lanky guy, and uh-huh. it's just like, oh, Jesus. Uh-huh. Don't make me think about Bill Cosby. Please? Yeah. Um, What was your bad thing for the uh, first episode? For first, I did not care for the opening theme song at all. And, mm. like, look, I don't like hip-hop. I just okay. don't. I do, but it's this is very... It's also... It's a guy going, hey, hey. It's very... It's 2000 and we're hip and mm-hmm. here's some urban music is probably what they call yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. The the actual credits themselves are extremely Saturday morning cartoon, which, you know, yeah, not are. a bad thing because it's a yeah. Saturday morning cartoon, yeah. but like. Mm. But we've come to expect better. And we saw a ton of writing credits from like Paul Dini's going to write for this, mm-hmm. Alan Burnett, uh, Stan Berkowitz, like a bunch of people we've seen on the yep. other shows. Uh, um uh, my lady, uh, Andrea Romano, mm-hmm. like uh, cast the voices. Like yep. a lot of the same people are involved with this, so it's, uh, like they could do a better job. Phil Lamar is Phil Lamar is, is static, uh, yeah, slash Virgil, yeah. yes, uh, and uh, several other characters, yeah. I'm sure. But also, I was under the impression, oh, 
this character with mostly black characters is just going to be Phil Lamar. No, they got a ton of other yeah. performers, and that's great. Yeah. And Andrew Romano, always very good at casting appropriate, like, mm-hmm. not just casting a white dude as a black dude, because that's weird and bad. Yeah. Like, there there were a ton. Like, I recognized C- a few, uh, like yeah. uh, Kevin Michael Richards and yep. a few others. Uh, CCH Pounder shows up as the mayor in the second episode. Which you spotted before I did, to my eternal shame. I watched a lot of The Shield. I well. I love her from Justice League, which mm-hmm. we'll cover in a year or so. Yep. Like, she's amazing as one of my all-time favorite characters. Yeah, very much playing, like, Mayor Amanda Waller. Like, yeah. uh, something's going on with her. Not quite so hardcore as Amanda Waller, though. No. I don't know that this mayor could stare down Batman. No. <laughs> Let's talk about the evil guy she's doing business with. Oh, yeah, uh, Professor... <laughs> Professor Jack Nicholson? Yep. I'm hey. an evil guy. <laughs> Let me just get into my automobile, and then mm-hmm. we can discuss evil. Mm-hmm. It's real bad. Uh-huh. And also, nothing paid off from that. Like, they're clearly setting stuff up oh, for yeah. later, but it was real clumsy. Yeah. I do like Just the mayor and this evil billionaire meeting in the park so they can feed ducks and fucking mm-hmm. talk about their evil plans. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, Virgil's listening with his static powers in a trash can. Sure. Just if you electrify a trash can, you can listen to a conversation yeah, across I, the park. If you guys didn't know that, um, that's a thing. Well- I used to when I when I did Transformers reviews way back in the day. I used mm-hmm. to do science lessons where I would just oh, point yeah. out the the fucking just the uh, egregious mm-hmm. si- like crimes of science. Yep. And I'm tempted to do that for this show because Static's powers. Mm-hmm. This is my bad thing. I hate to point out the CD thing because the DC Wiki did this in an extremely pedantic way. Yeah. But he holds the CD up to his ear and can just hear it. Yep. He has the like same- it's a seashell. He has the same understanding of how a CD works as Bruce Wayne did in Batman Returns. This scratching um, it like a record. Yeah. <laughs> this reminded me a lot of '60s ass Magneto, mm-hmm. who had the powers of magnetism, which, as far as Stan Lee was concerned, could do basically anything he could think of. Fucking magnets! How do they yeah, work? Exactly. Fucking magnets! How do they work? <laughs> a pelican ate my cell phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, it was actually Steve Ditko's no. cell phone. It was my cell phone. I invented the cellular telephone. (laughs) And Steve Ditko. (laughs) I invented him, too. He sprung fully formed from my forehead. Mm -hmm. I really like Static's dad. Oh, yeah. Static's dad is sort of an uptight good citizen. Mm -hmm. Because we were talking about the mayor. He's the first one in line saying, who's going to do something about these... uh, About these what, Al? Uh, I don't want to say because we want to get into your bad thing. We sure do. I don't want to steal your thunder there. But who's going to do something about this? And uh, what about you, Miss Mayor? And she's like, we'll have a meeting about this in a month. I'm not going to wait a month. Yeah. Gonna do... And it's just like, it's Kevin Michael Richardson who has this really deep, smooth voice. And it's like, and but they draw him like kind of a nerd. And mm-hmm. I, I actually at first was like, that's bad casting. And the more I thought of it, I was like, no. It's actually I, the opposite I kind of, well, I like, he sounds like a, like a smooth voice, tough guy. Yeah. Who's going to like, I don't know, play you some smooth jazz and punch you in the face. Mm-hmm. I feel like this dad, when he became a dad, put away his smooth jazz punching yep. to become a dad. Uh-huh. I don't know. I've, I've got this whole headcanon for well, it's even, And I can definitely see that Like once the mom's dead, it's like, oh, I've got a dad harder than I've ever dadded before. Also, this is another thing that black media like uh, struggles to talk about is like single parenting mm-hmm. and absent fathers and all that. And like, it's cool that the dad stepped up like and I don't want to sound condescending about that. I, I know my tone just did. I don't mm-hmm. mean it like that. I just mean this is a thing I know a lot of black creators have said. Sure. I wish media was better about. There's a lot of stories where and we know this from watching mm. Star Trek, from watching Deep Space Nine. Avery Brooks was very concerned that that series ended with him abandoning his wife yep. and child. And he's like, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Because you throw in some dialogue that says I'm coming back because mm-hmm. that's not cool. Yeah. And Yeah. Absolutely. Correct. That crazy jazz man's right. <laughs> Clyde, dig. Um, oh, Avery Brooks. What a delight. Um, but uh, like the dad, I just, I got, we only saw him for 10 minutes. Yeah, but he stood, like, he really yeah. left an impact. I, I like, I like him as the, like, the J. Jonah Jameson for, like, oh, yeah, uh, he hates superheroes. And yeah, it's like, I don't, it's, I don't trust that static guy. I don't like what he's doing. Well, we haven't talked about, uh, uh Virgil has a sister as well. Yeah. We just, it just didn't come up because we were kind of summarizing the superhero. She part is around. And I actually really like, I actually really like the whole family sort of banter thing going on. It felt very sitcom like, almost to the point where they were pausing for laugh track. It did, but I really enjoyed it. So. That's fair. It wasn't bad. No. But it felt very, again, 
different from the other things we've mm. been doing. That doesn't make it bad, but it felt very sitcom. Like they they each deliver two or three very light, very appropriate zingers mm-hmm. to one another, yep. and then they go like they kiss and go off to their jobs mm-hmm. or whatever. But yeah, the sister was great. The sister was very big sister. Yep, trying to throw her brother under the bus for a few things. Mm-hmm. I absolutely cannot remember her name. Nope, me neither. Uh, in fairness, the the family only shows up for like you know yeah. five or ten minutes. Like they're not a big part of it yet. Mm. It's just laying the groundwork. Um, but uh, yeah, she was like, "Well, this static seems pretty okay. Mm-hmm. I like and this guy." The dad's like, "Yeah, for now. Mm-hmm. At some point, he's probably gonna go bad." Yep. And and Virgil's like, "Am I? Oh shit! Oh, I hadn't thought of that actually." But the way they write Virgil really respecting his dad to yeah. the point where he calls him sir. Yeah. It it works for me. It's a very like, oh, I've I was friends with this kid. I visited this family. Yeah. You call your dad sir, huh? Yeah. He yeah. wants me to call him sir. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean I grew up in a military town, so sure, that happened more than once. That, yeah. Yeah. Um and it, it just felt very like, oh I I have a handle on this family already. I know exactly what they're mm-hmm. about. And I like it. The dad's strict but also really sweet. Sure. The sister's kind of a jerk, but she'll come through when she needs to. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I get in broad strokes. Yeah. I get what they're about already. Um, let's see. Oh well, okay. Let's mm-hmm. go into your bad thing for the second episode. Okay. Um, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I, I am literally begging you on bended knee static shock. She is. I'm looking at her. Please, please, for the love of God, never use the phrase "bang baby" again. As liberally as they threw it around in this episode, I feel like we're we're stuck with "bang baby." Mm-hmm. I feel like. Bang baby is our burden to carry. Uh, it's 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 bad. the worst fucking thing. It's real bad. And then Static's dad is just like, we got to do something about these bang babies. Yeah, that's what I didn't want. You wanna... can't just say that. And everyone with a straight face is like, well, the sir, ba- sir, the bang babies are an important issue. We but we will tonight. We're here to talk s- about the budget, sir. We absolutely will discuss the bang babies in the amount that they the bang babies need to be discussed because we need to do something about all of these bang babies that are just running around. Uh, point of order, Miss Mayor. This is a budgetary meeting. Can we table the bang babies? <laughs> and I am just watching it tearing my hair out at the roots. Just I stop. You need to stop. They must know how it sounds. I mean, you don't even need like that, like that teenager to be all like, you know, this is actually has a different meaning, right? This only has one meaning. Well, they, because of the Big Bang. Sure. No, I get it. It's still bad. First, Big Bang. Second, comics love alliteration. They sure do. But yes, it's it's just terrible. These are some bang babies. What? Like, look, I was 25 in 2000, and I can tell you with confidence, it meant that. Uh huh. It didn't come along later. It already meant that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 real bad, and they're calling them bang babies. What? Mm-hmm. No, they're not. Who's calling them that? I will put a stop to that right now. You just coined that just now, hoping it would catch on, and it did. And I'm mad at you about it. <laughs> we need to stomp this. We need to nip this in the bud right now. Nip this in the bang. Baby. We gotta nip these bang babies in the bud. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just made myself so sad. Yeah, yeah it's rough. I, I seriously feel like every time a new supervillain comes and introduces himself with his dumb name for the first time, he's like, oh no, a bang baby. Batman, there's a new bang baby in the city. <laughs> oh boy. Just banging around. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. Oh um, no. My good thing mm-hmm. for the second episode, the scene, okay, so the, da- the dad says, uh, I think Static's, there's something wrong with him. Mm-hmm. And Static's like, is there something wrong with me? Which, again, I thought was very sweet. Sure. Like, if my dad said it, it's probably right. Uh-huh. That guy's smart, and I'm worried if he thinks I'm bad. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so he, first he talks to his friend about it. Yep. And then he goes to a doctor. He's like, hey, am I going to melt? Yeah. Um, a lot of melting has been going around lately. Yeah. I saw that nurse completely not reacting to, oh, doctor, those patients are melting. Which, what? Really, no sell, no sell that one. Yeah. I guess she's a big fan of the Incredible Melting Man. <laughs> well, who isn't? Mm-hmm. Ted Nelson. <laughs> Nelson, Nelson. <laughs> Is it 11.30 yet, Mike? Um, <laughs> that's one of my all-time favorites. Um, but, uh, the, so he goes to the doctor, and he says, like, hey, the, the I, I'm real depressed. And the mm-hmm. doctor says, well, the, the great pa- <laughs> clown uh, static is in town. <laughs> no, he says, uh, he, he, like, his, first of all, his, he and his friend are science nerds. Yeah. Like, uh, stat, uh, Virgil, it's going to be rough, just like it was with Terry calling mm-hmm. him Batman. Yeah. Like, j- I need to pick a name, and I'm calling him Static. Yeah. But Virgil, 
has like uh, science, like he's got a poster of Mars up in his bedroom. He's got a poster of H2O in his locker. That was weird. That was a weird choice. Mm-hmm. And now, I w- as a kid in the 90s, I definitely got some weird dumb stickers that I would just oh, yeah. put up. You but know? like, but he had a pretty cool Mars. Like the the stuff he has up in his mm-hmm. room clearly show he has an interest in science, yep. and they put more than even a like one second's thought into mm-hmm. it. It's like, yeah, these might be recent pictures from one of the Mars probes that yep. this kid thinks is cool. All right, that's all right. Um, but what I'm saying is, he and Richie are science nerds, mm-hmm. so Richie knows his way around a microscope and doesn't feel too cool to say. I looked at your blood as far as I, a high school student, yep, can tell. This looks like blood to me. Your blood looks like my blood. Uh-huh. And I said, what you need to do is tell that to some racists. Yep. Because this white kid and this black kid look exactly the same under the microscope. Mm-hmm. Let's just end racism now. Good work, Hal. Mm-hmm. We've done it again. Oh, no, not me. Richie did it. Mm-hmm. Richie deserves the credit. Yo, yo, yo. Um, But uh, but he's like, look. And he says, he's like, I'm, I'm a high school kid. I don't know. I think you look okay. Yeah. Maybe you should go to a doctor. What about a real doctor? And so he goes to a doctor. And the doctor checks him out. And first of all, at the end of the episode, the doctor says, you're fine. Uh-huh. There's nothing wrong with you. Yep. What? Heightened electrolytes. Yeah, which was a funny haha joke uh-huh. because he says, oh, you think I'm electric? No, electrolytes. Yeah. It means you're getting too much salt in your diet. Yeah. Okay, but- the doctor really found nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with this guy. With this guy who can use his body to fly on a trash can. <laughs> doctor, doctor, tell him the news. I have a bad case of electric shoes. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but, but the good thing uh-huh. is the doctor starts talking about changes mm-hmm. and- Virgil starts talking about changes, and I'm like, oh, God, this is going to be one of those tired vaudeville. They're talking about two different things. It's yep. going to be like a farce threes company. Oh, we're talking about puberty. but And about three lines into this routine that I've heard a million mm-hmm. times, Virgil goes, Doc, we're talking about two different things. Let's get back on the same page. Yeah. I was like, fuck, that is the self-aware writing that I am here for. Yeah. You threatened to do a dumb bit, but you didn't do it. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, nice work. I, was, I, I love when writers say, yeah, we know. Mm-hmm. And to that end- this is my good thing for the first episode. Yeah. I really like, I and I, I can only assume at this point, that most of the villains in this show mm-hmm. got their origin all at the same time. Yeah. They're all bang babies. Yep. Bang, baby. No, but uh, I've never seen Maggie <laughs> bite down rage so hard. And I've known her for a lot of years, and she's been very angry for a lot of those years. Mm-hmm. But never so much as just now. <laughs> It's, we're going to be doing this for like three it's or four fine, months. I'm You're going to have to get used to it. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Love bang babies. Mm-hmm. I hope they show up every week. You're, you've come around. But really, I'm I'm kind of already tired of the supervillain villain origin story. Mm-hmm. Like I like that this story jumped right in. Yeah. And yeah, we backtracked. But we, we started seeing yep. his powers. We didn't have to watch him with his boring home life for 10 minutes mm-hmm. first. We Got that later. Yeah, we go in with the, him uh, stopping a uh, warehouse heist or whatever. Of indistinct ninjas? Yeah. You you said they look like Storm Shadow. One of them looked like Storm Shadow. Well, the other one then looked like Snake Eyes. Probably. No, because Snake Eyes had the, th- like the eye uh, thing, you know? Yeah, that's true. That I could never figure out how he seed through. And a seed sawed through? through. Yeah, probably saw it. saw it with a saw. Yeah. Take a saw. And, and saw, saw him. him. No, he's got a wolf. That's how you can tell Snake oh, yeah. Eyes, obviously. The ninja with a wolf. He comes in with wolf. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, I like that probably most of the guys he's going to fight now got their origin all at the same yeah. time, and we don't have to do the same tired story over yeah, and over and over again. And then Clayface also had an I- origin. And, and look, I think Batman did it great. Yeah. And I think Batman Beyond did it pretty okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm getting a little sick of it yeah. now. Like, I've seen it a million times. Yeah, no, we've been in the soup for a while now. Like... Yeah. And this is a cool way to do it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of like... I think what Marvel was trying to do with the bullshit uh, Terrigen mist oh, was it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, the way Miss Marvel got her powers. Yeah. And nothing else cool happened. Well, that was, they were desperate to try to get people to care about the Inhumans, which is an impossible yeah, task. Yeah, I know. And the Miss Marvel TV show has decided it's having none of that, which yep. is good for them. Yeah, good. Also, I've only seen one episode of that so far, but it's very good. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm very excited. It really has the vibe of the comics. Like, it good. feels It feels like a a young person thing in a way that like, yeah, I'm sure it's corporate like pandering or whatever. Everything is, but like, but it's got a, it's got a, like a, I think Tilo said a frenetic feel to it. Like, Good. It, it feels, it's got a lot of energy mm-hmm. and it feels like there's a teen girl at the middle of it all. It feels mm-hmm. like, like fun. Nice. Yeah. It's great. Um, anyway, uh, no, I like that, that they got this out of the way mm-hmm. and now 
all the guys who just come got from all the, yeah. just happened to be there at the time, mm-hmm. and he'll fight them later. That's cool. Yeah, and if they want to do like supervillain origins, they also have that option. They can but, like they've got these guys in their back pocket. They can just pull out. Yeah, and they can these, put them together which, or do which them separate. Guys? Which guys do they have? The Bang Babies. That's right. You got it. Say it again. <laughs> Write it in the sky and gossamer teardrops. <laughs> I like that because I've been directing you as a voice actor for so long, I can look you in the eye while you're behind a microphone and make you say something you hate. Mm-hmm. And some instinct kicks in that says, shit, I need to say this well, thing I, I guess hate, I don't gotta I? say fucking bang babies again. <laughs> That's the line. I hate it. Say the line, Bard. <laughs> but um, let's talk about uh, F-stop. Mm-hmm. F-stop Fitzgerald really makes me laugh. Um, and his uh, wonderful mode of attack <laughs> oh, no. in the final act. We got so distracted by all the other stuff. Well, we got two episodes to cover. There's a lot. Babies. I forgot about the fucking... Oh, no. I mentioned this in my summary, and you might have thought that it was a clever joke that I made because... Well, uh, we exaggerate I, things sometimes. I enjoy a non sequitur once in a while, yeah, especially absolutely. if I'm getting tired of writing the summary and I want to yeah. wrap it up. Yeah, and we there was sort of a clock on it because we're sitting in the same room. It was mm-hmm. like, shit, I don't want to be the first one. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be the last one done. I better mm-hmm. hurry up. Yep, yeah. yep. So. Uh, but, uh, no, there's definitely a part where uh, Hot Sauce um, fucking uh, sets a bunch of things on fire and then attacks a hot dog cart scoops up the big vat of hot dogs in his hands and then starts walking around the park heating up the hot dogs so that they catch on fire and like like swell up and burst and then flings them at people. So similar to if I'm not mistaken you're mm-hmm. w- much much more familiar with the X-Men than I am. Of course. But similar to the way Gambit mm-hmm. would energize a playing card yes. which was his projectile of choice. Yep. This guy chose hot dogs. Yep. <laughs> okay. Just just walking around looking like the heat miser Throwing hot dogs at anyone who could get close to him. I had a moment in this episode where I'm like, oh, I guess this is like sort of the main, this is like our blight. This is like our main bad guy. Well, yeah, because he's the bully picking on yeah. Virgil before they get powers he's, and like their rivalry is going to continue. Yeah, he's into... got the most, uh, he's got the most sort of background yeah. already, mm-hmm. already there. Mm-hmm. And then um, his big plan. Well, this is, okay. First, they fight in the park. Yep. And uh, you said firefighter and I didn't want to correct you. Mm-hmm but I feel like I need to only because it was so much funnier that there were four firefighters. One in, they, they, they like, they were like drawing and quartering him with, yep, uh, with, with, with fire with, hoses. Uh, yeah. It was just like, suddenly it wasn't like one firefighter just happened upon him. This was a, like, this was a, this was a, um, what's the word I want? Like a, like, like, like a plan. They converged on him. Yeah. But like, uh, I can't think of, yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna sit here saying um for 20 minutes yep. so i'm just gonna let it go mm-hmm. but it felt like like a planned invasion kind of thing yep. where they just like no first we're gonna do this they drew a map that mm-hmm. like you're gonna stand at 12 o'clock i'll be at three o'clock firefighters have been training to spray a guy with, with uh four water hoses for uh, their entire lives oh god yeah that's or the possibly dream. flame retardant i don't know what it was I, it doesn't matter i think it was just I, yeah who, who knows what this all animation. i know is like the one firefighter I noticed was like this weird craggly guy with just like huge teeth in the background, just like <laughs> like it didn't look like they animated him. They just drew him in on the background and oh, then God. animated like the water coming out of the hose. And he's supposed to be like a crazy prospector from another show, oh, and they gosh. just recycled it. Concerning, I love spraying guys who are on fire. <laughs> but um, their first fight was like, okay, I've got firepower. And another thing I like that they're skipping past mm-hmm. is the awkward learning of powers. Yep, Static got it. Right away. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, electricity. I'm a science nerd. I know that means I can listen to CDs. Yep. No, putting that aside. He understands electricity, electromagnetism means I can do shit with metal, and that's cool. Like, they basically just cut straight to, um, what the hell is his name, his friend? Um, Richie. Richie. This cut to Richie showing up at the the junkyard, Mm -hmm. and Static's already, like, making cars fly. Yeah, flying around in a a convertible, which is like- if you're 14 and you want to show off to your friend, that's yep. the coolest thing you can do. Yeah. And I actually, I really like the way Static gets around, which is just riding, like, he can't fly, but he can ride around on, like, manholes or trash can lids or... Yeah, like something round and metal. Yeah. That he can ride like a surfboard or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's a good visual. It is. It actually is. I like it. Um, Plus his coat, like, sort of sprays out behind him. It's cool. Yeah. It's like a cape yeah. without being dorky like a cape. Mm-hmm. You get the all the good of a cape, yep. but it's more uh, uh, modern fashion-wise. Yeah, and it has pockets. Yeah, I mean, capes are great. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. Love a cape. Maggie, I'm sorry to tell you this. Mm. You might not be aware of this, being as you are a lady, mm. but uh, dudes' clothes all have uh, pockets in them all the time. How are you handling the loss of pockets, by the way? I got a purse. Hmm. 
That makes sense. Your wife gave your wife gave me a purse. Aw, yeah, that's sweet. Never got me a purse. Well, um, I know you're a woman after 37 years. I think I don't think. Well, that ship sailed because there's already been 47 years. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, wow, where were really we? Really three off there. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I forgot what If you're we having were... that moment where you're like, oh, God, am I a woman? Hot Trust dogs. me, I've been there, and I was re- really glad I didn't have to do it in front of people. Yeah, so. but we're talking about hot dogs, uh, damn it. Hot dogs. <laughs> uh-huh. Something I haven't thought of in a while. Oh, God, I don't even remember what that's from. Well, I, I don't. you might be referencing something else, but there's a dude in the M. Night Shyamalan movie, uh, The Happening. Uh-huh. Hot dogs. <laughs> and I know this from the Rift Tracks from oh. There's just like everyone's running away from whatever the bullshit is. Yep. The wind. Right? It is. It's the wind. It the just, wind became evil one uh-huh. day. But it's just like it's just very calm. Mm-hmm. He's like, "You want some hot dogs?" And the way he said it was a little gross, and he just kept saying it. <laughs> you had my lemon drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Marky Mark. <laughs> no, he's fine. He deserves this and more. I guess that's probably true. Um, but the bit where so they shoot it. POV style, POV, you're a hot dog, (laughs) where he's reaching in to grab it, and what it looked to me for all the world like was a Fruit Pies ad in a comic. Oh, yeah. But it was for for hot dogs. Yep. (laughs) And he's flinging them around, and they're hurting people, and then Static comes in to save the day, and he says- Hot dogs aren't evil. You're just using them wrong. They're delicious. You you put them in a bun and you eat it. You need to use delicious armor hot dogs. Yes. What kind of kid eats armor hot dogs? Well, melty kids, mm-hmm. stretchy kids, Other kids who are covered kids. in scabs. <laughs> but it was the way it was shot was it, it was, like the dialogue did not tell me it was comedy. Mm-hmm. But the animation sure did. It felt like it was supposed to be funny. Yep. But this, what I was getting at was this was his second time. Yep. He's fought with his firepowers once. And he's like, no, I got a better idea. Version 2.0. I've got it this time. Mm-hmm. The secret is hot dogs. It, 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 it took me a minute to find my feet, I will admit. Mm-hmm. But now, now that I know the power of hot dogs. <laughs> and he does it just so he can say, now you know why they call them hot dogs. Hot. See, because they're hot like he's hot. Which actually, because you're a horse and I'm a horse. (laughs) (laughs) Which actually takes me to my quote, which is when he gets, when he finds out he has his powers at the end of the first episode, Mm -hmm. he says, "This." (laughs) What a trip! He doesn't make a fire pun. Nope. He doesn't say like I'm gonna kill Static or whatever. He says this, like he says it like it's a pun. Yeah. He says it in a way that you think. Okay, this is wordplay. Mm-hmm. It's not wordplay. He just said a thing. I I, I honestly kind of like it just because this guy is dumb. That it's could just be. Like, but they this should is play... a trip. Do you get it? No, no one got that. Well, that's the thing. You should play it up. You should play up the Biff Tannen-ness Oh, of it yeah. And make like a tree and trip. It's like, are they actually trying to make him look legitimately like threatening? Because he is not. No, and- And it's not just because I think soul patches are bad. The soul patch isn't great, and also his pants are falling down. They and, are. Okay, there was a style of, of pantaloon mm-hmm. uh, in in the late 90s into the early 2000s that a lot of the youth swore mm-hmm. that were baggy, and I'm not, like, I'm not saying anything about that. What I'm saying is, the way this crummy animation draws it, it just looks like his pants are falling yep. off, and you can see his underwear. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. It's not a style choice. It's just a, he lost his belt choice. Mr. Simpson, can you go one minute without embarrassing yourself? How long was that? <laughs> I just keep waiting for him to go, Old Grey Mary, she ain't what she used to be. Uh, and he looks a bit like a cartoon drawing of me. I Because I was I always used to have people draw me with the fire hair because I have orange oh, yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay, I have like the actual beard and not the soul patch. But you know, in the nineties I had I'm so glad you have an actual beard and not a soul patch. More of a goatee. I never just had the soul patch. Good. But uh, then there's a dude uh, in the gang mm-hmm. who's got a goatee, and it's just that's me in 2000. Yep. Like there's there's two different cartoon drawings of me in this. Mm-hmm. Yep, there I go. Yeah, <laughs> there's me again. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your quote? Um, from the second episode. Oh God! Well, oh God! Richie's. Uh, <clears throat> so Richie has like a point or something, and then Static rolls this out, which is maybe the worst. Uh, uh... commando name. Yeah. Too bad there's no reward. Oh, yes, there is. Once the doctors see this thing, they'll know exactly what was in that gas I sniffed, and I can stop worrying. Or start, as the case may be. Thanks, glass half-empty man. 
it's real bad. Not as bad as uh, uh, Hot Spot. Hot Fire. Time Hot Time in the Old Town Tonight? Fire I think that's his name. Mrs. O'Leary's cow. <laughs> that's it. This is a trip, says Mrs. O'Leary's cow. <laughs> I'm a bang baby. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, it's the worst thing that's ever happened. So far. Uh, <laughs> we got like 50-some episodes of this. Oh, boy. And I think we're going to enjoy this, though. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, it's... It's not as good. I'm sorry to say, but it is fun. It is fun. I like what they're going for. I it's it's admirable that they're doing what they're doing, yep. and it's it, yeah. He's got. It's hard to get a full read on it because it was a pilot with a shit ton of exposition and everything. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Virgil's a, a fun kid. Like yeah. he's he's got the same vibe as Terry without the brooding. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's got a Spider-Man vibe. Yep. He's a kid trying to juggle his personal life and being a superhero, and he's quippy. His quips suck, but so do Spider-Man, so do Terry's, as we pointed out all along. But he seems like he wants this to be fun. Yeah. He's not doing it because because his mother was murdered by gang gang members. That is a separate thing. Mm -hmm. His origin is he got some powers, and now he wants to stop bad guys. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. And, I I mean, who knows? Maybe it'll change. But the vibe I get is that he's a good kid, and Mm -hmm. he's fun, and... I think I'm going to enjoy him. And I, I Phil Amar's an outstanding yeah. uh, performer. And oh, I'm, yeah. I can't remember any other series where he's been a lead. He's always a supporting guy mm-hmm. in the background somewhere. And it's nice to see him sort of come to the fore and yeah. be be the main guy. I love that. Yeah. Um. What else? Um. I don't know. Let's have a look at my notes here. Very well. We only have one computer, so I got to scroll for mm-hmm. you. But uh, Scroll up some cinemas. There was a, there was a moment where... Uh, uh, Static is in some kind of tube. Mm-hmm. Uh, what it, is this, some it, kind of tube? It fills with some kind of uh, colored uh, smoke. Mm-hmm. And I just looked at you and I said, say the line. And you're like, what are you talking about, Al? And I said, gas! <sighs> and you just like- And then I felt terrible. Yeah. That was me not spotting CCH Pounder. Yeah. <laughs> so and then I moved away. We each had a moment like yep. that. But I feel like both of our shame should be shared with the mm-hmm. listeners. So, mm-hmm. uh, uh, oh, you, you had a moment where you're talking about- um, uh, static electrifying a bunch of tiny hammers to drop on uh, <laughs> Hotfoot. <laughs> Say your line, Maggie. You just got hammered. See, mm-hmm. I can write this show. No, 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 no. If they're trying to be urban, uh-huh. you say, hammer time. Oh, yeah. Except it's 2000, and these writers at least understand what's relevant mm-hmm. in 2000, because Hammer was out in like 1990, yep. 10 years old. The Hammerman cartoon show had been off the air for many years. Mm-hmm. And uh, no... Wiki nerds, Hammer Space was not named after MC Hammer, for Christ's sake. No, it was named after Ronma One Half. What? Never mind. I don't know what that is. Uh, what else? Uh, Anything? I don't know. A lot of poop at the end of this one. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he did. That's Forgot another one that. of your not make ups. Yep. Where they really did, he really did put out the fire with a pipe that he thought was full of water. But uh, it was full of something else. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't mind a. I don't mind a joke like that if it's not too... Like obvious. I'm just. I w- mostly. I was just impressed that they just fucking put. They drew the g- goopy brown. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That like was, as soon as it's, it's like, well, there's only one thing that can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, on that note. Yeah. I think that's all for this time. But uh, we're we're excited to be doing this, yeah. and, and all our guests are on board. So look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to write to us, as ever, it is Kids Love Batman Podcast at Gmail. Uh, we are on Twitter. I am at Algar. I'm at, uh, at Maggie Robots. And that's all for this time. Yeah, see you, folks. Twala, bang babies. Ah. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt. Copyright 2022, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun. 